households, both alike in dignity, in fair Verona where we lay our scene. From ancient grudge break to new mutiny, where civil blood makes civil hands unclean. From forth the fatal loins of these two foes, a pair of star-crossed lovers take their life, whose misadventured, piteous overthrows do with their death bury their parents' strife. The fearful passage of their death marked love and the continuance of their parents' rage, which but their children's end naught could remove, is now the two hours' traffic of our stage. The which, if you with patient ears attend, what here shall miss, our toil shall strive to mend. Draw that tool! Here comes to the ass of the Montagues! Do you bite your thumb at us, sir? I do bite my thumb, sir. Do you bite your thumb at us, sir? Is the law on our side if I say I? No. No, sir. I do not bite my thumb at you, sir. But I bite my thumb, sir. Do you quarrel, sir? Do you quarrel, sir? No, sir. If you do, sir, I'm for you. I serve as good a man as you. No, better. Well, sir. Say better. Here comes one of my master's kinsmen. Yes, better. You lie. Draw if you be men. Put forth. Put up your swords, you know not what you do. What? Art thou drawn among these heartless hinds? Turn thee, Benvolio. Look upon what? thy death. I do but keep the peace. Put up thy sword or manage it to part these men with me. What? Drawn and talk of peace, I hate the word. As I hate hell, all Montagues, and they have at thee, coward! <laughs> 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 What noise is this? Bring me my long sword! Oh. Approach, approach, my sword for a sword! My sword, I say! Old Montague is come and flourishes his blade in spite of me! Thou villain, blood, blood, hold me Rebellious subjects, enemies to peace! Profaners of this neighbor's stained steel, will they not hear? What ho, you men, you beasts, that quench the fire of your pernicious rage with purple fountains issuing from your veins on pain of torture from those bloody hands. Throw your mistempered weapons to the ground and hear the sentence of your moved prince. Free civil brawls, bred of an airy word by thee, Old Capulet and Montague have thrice disturbed the quiet of our streets. If ever you disturb our streets again, your lives shall pay the forfeit of the peace. For this time all the rest depart away. You, Capulet, shall go along with me. And Montague, come you this afternoon to know our further pleasure in this case. To old Freetown, our common judgment place. Once more, on pain of death, all men depart. Who set this ancient quarrel new approach? Speak, nephew. Well, you buy when it began. I drew to part them. In the instant came the fiery Tybalt with his sword prepared, which as he breathed defiance to my ears, he swung above his head and cut the wind. Oh, where is Romeo? Saw you him today? 
Right glad I am he was not at this fray. Madam, an hour before the worshipped sun peered forth the golden window of the east, a troubled mind drive me to walk abroad, where underneath the grove of sycamore that westward rooted from the city's side, so early walking did I see your son. Towards him I made, but he was ware of me, and stole into the covert of the wood. Many a morning hath he there been seen, with tears augmenting the fresh morning dew, adding to clouds more clouds with his deep sigh. But my noble uncle, do you know the cause? I neither know it, nor can learn of him. Go see where he comes. So please you step aside. I'll know his grievance, or be much denied. I would thou wert so happy by thy stay to hear true swift. Come, madam, let's away. Good morrow, cousin. Is the day so young? But new, struck nine. Ay, me, sad hours seem long. Was that my father that went hence so fast? It was. <laughs> what sadness lengthens Romeo's hours? Not having that which having makes them short. In love. Out. Of love. Out of her favour where I am in love. Alas that love so gentle in his view should be so tyrannous and rough in proof. Alas that love whose view is muffled still should without eyes see pathways to his will. Where shall we dine? Oh me. What fray was here? Uh, yeah, tell me not for I have heard it all. Here is much to do with hate but more with love. Why then, oh brawling love, oh loving hate, oh anything of nothing first create, this love feel I, that feel no love in this. Dost thou not laugh? No, cuz, I rather weep. Good heart at what? At thy good heart's oppression. Why such is love's transgression. Farewell, my cuz. Soft, I will go along, and if you leave me so, you do me wrong. Oh, I have lost myself, I am not here. This is not Romeo, he is some other where. Tell me in sadness, who is that you love? What, shall I groan and tell thee? Groan, why no, but sadly tell me who. In sadness, cousin, I do love a woman. I aim so near when I supposed you loved. A right good markman, and she's fair I love. A right fair mark, fair cuz, is soonest hit. Well, in that hit you miss. She'll not be hit with Cupid's arrow. She hath Diane's wit. She will not stay the siege of loving terms, nor bide the encounter of assailing eyes, nor ope her lap to saint seducing gold. Oh, she is rich in beauty, only poor that when she dies, with beauty dies her store. Then she hath sworn that she will still live chaste. She hath, and in that sparing makes huge waste. Well, be ruled by me. Forget to think of her. Oh, teach me how she forgets to think. By giving liberty unto thine eyes. Examine other beauties. <laughs> Show me a mistress that is passing fair. What doth her beauty serve but as a note where I may read who passed that passing fair? Farewell, my cuz. Thou canst not teach me to forget. Obey that doctrine or else die in debt. Now, oh, my lord, what say you to my suit? But saying all what I have said before, my child is but a stranger in the world. She hath not seen the change of fourteen years. Let two more summers wither in their pride ere we may think her right to be a bride. Younger than she a happy mother's maid. And too soon marred are those so early made. But woo her gentle Paris, get her heart. My will to her consent is but a part. And she agreed within her scope of choice lies my consent and fair according voice. 
This night I hold an old accustomed feast, whereto I have invited many a guest such as I love, and you among the score. One more most welcome makes my number more. Come, go with me. Go, sirrah. Trudge about through fair Verona, find those persons out whose names are written there, and to them say, my house and welcome on their pleasure stay. Find them out whose names are written here. I am sent to find those persons whose names are here writ, and can never find what names the writing person hath here writ. I must to the learning. What, Romeo, art thou mad? Not mad, but bound more than a madman is. Shut up in prison, kept without my food, whipped and tormented. Good in, good fellow. God, good, good in. I pray, sir, can you read? Aye, my own fortune in my misery. Ah, uh, but perhaps you've learned it without book. But I pray, can you read anything you see? Aye, if I know the letters and the language. You say honestly, rest you merry. Stay, fellow, I can read. <laughs> Signor Martino and his wife and daughters... County Anselm and his beauteous sisters, the lady widow of Etruvio, Signor Placencio and his lovely nieces, <laughs> Mercutio and his brother Valentine, mine uncle Capulet, his wife and daughters, my fair niece Rosaline and Livia, Signor Valencio and his cousin Tybalt, Lucio and the lovely Helena. A fair assembly, whither should they come? Up. Whither? To supper, to our house. Whose house? My master's. Indeed, I should have asked you that before. Uh, now, I'll tell you without asking, my mm. master is the great rich Capulet. <laughs> and uh, if you be not of the house of Montagues, <laughs> now, I, I pray, come and crush a cup of wine. Rest your merry! At this same ancient feast of Capulets, sups the fair Rosaline whom thou so loves with all the admired beauties of Verona. <laughs> Go thither! And with unattainted eye, compare her face with some that I shall show, and I will make thee think thy swan a crow. One fairer than my love, the all-seeing sun there saw her match since first the world begun. You saw her fair, none else being by, herself poised with herself in either eye. But in that crystal scales let there be weighed your lady's love against some other maid that I shall show you shining at this feast. And she shall scant so well that now seems best. I'll go along, no such sight to be shown, but to rejoice in splendour of mine own. <laughs> Nurse, where's my daughter? Call her forth to me. What lamb? What ladybird? God forbid! Where's this girl? What? Juliet! How now? Who calls? Your mother. Madam. I am here. What is your will? This is the matter. Nurse, give leave a while. Me wants to talk in secret. Nurse, come back again. I have remembered me. Thou hearst our counsel. Thou knowest my daughter's of a pretty age. Faith, I can tell her age unto an hour. She's not fourteen. I'll lay fourteen of my teeth. Yet to my teeth be it spoken, I have but four. She is not fourteen. <laughs> How long is it now to Lammas tide? A fortnight and odd days. Even or odd, of all days of the year, come Lammas Eve at night, shall she be fourteen. Susan and she, God rest all Christian souls, were of an age. Well, Susan is with God, she was too good for me. But as I said, on Lammas Eve at night, shall she be fourteen. <laughs> that shall
shall she. Mary, I remember it well. Tis since the earthquake now, eleven years. And she was weaned, I never shall forget it. But then she could stand all alone. Nay, by the rood, she could have run and waddled all about. But even the day before, she broke her brow. And then my husband, God be with his soul, he was a merry man. He took up the child. Yea, quoth he, wouldst thou fall upon thy face? Thou wouldst fall backwards when thou hast more wit. Oh, Wilt thou not, Jewel? <laughs> and by my holiday, the pretty wretch left crying and said, I, <laughs> to see now how a jest shall come about. Enough of this, I pray thee, hold thy peace. Peace I have done. God mark thee to his grace. Thou wast the prettiest babe that e'er I nursed. And I might live to see thee married once. I have my wish. Marry. That marry is the very theme I come to talk of. Tell me, daughter Juliet, how stands your disposition to be married? It is an honour I dream not of. An honour? Were not I thine only nurse, I would say thou hadst sucked wisdom from thy teeth. <laughs> well, think of marriage now. Younger than you, here in Verona, ladies of esteem, are made already mothers. By my count, I was your mother much upon these years that you are now a maid. Thus then, in brief, the valiant Paris seeks you for his love. A man, young lady, such a man as all the world. Why, he's a man of wax. Verona's <laughs> summer hath not such a flower. Nay, he's a flower. If faith, a very flower. What say you? Can you love the gentleman? This oh. night you shall behold him at our feast. Read o'er the volume of young Paris' face and find a light writ there with beauty's pen. Examine every married liniment and see how one another lends content. This precious book of love, this unbound lover, to beautify him only lacks a cover. What say you? Can you love the gentleman? I'll look to like, if looking liking move. But no more deep will I endart mine eye than your consent gives strength to make it fly. Madam, madam, look, the guests are come. Supper served up, the champagne in the bucket. You called, my young lady asked for, the nurse cursed in the pantry, and everything in extremity. I must hence to wait. I beseech you, follow straight. We follow thee, Juliet. The county stays. Go, girls, seek happy nights. To happy day. Relight my fire. Relight my fire. My love is not all desire. Relight my fire. Cause I need your love. Give me a torch. I'm not for this ambling. Being but heavy, I shall bear the light. Nay, nay, gentle Romeo, we must have you done. Huh? <laughs> not I, believe me. You have dancing shoes ah. of nimble soles. I have a soul of lead. So stakes me to the ground, I cannot move. You are a lover. Borrow Cupid's wings and soar with them above <laughs> a common bound. I am too sore in Pearson with his shaft to soar with his light feathers. And so bound under love's heavy burden do I sink. And to sink in it should you burden love. Too great oppression for a tender thing. Is love a tender thing? It is too rough, too rude, too boisterous, and it pricks like thorn. If love be rough with you, be rough with love. <laughs> Prick love for pricking, and you beat love down. Come!
come, knock and enter, and no sooner in, but every man but take him to his oh. lair. <laughs> and we mean well in going to this mask, but tis no wits to go. Why may one ask? I dreamed a dream tonight. And so did I. But what was yours? That dreamers often lie. In bed, asleep, or they do dream things true. Oh. Then I see Queen Mab has been with you. She is the fairy's midwife. And she comes in shape no bigger than an agate stone. Oh. On the forefinger of an alderman, drawn with a team of little atomies. Over men's noses, they lie asleep. Her chariot is an empty hazelnut. Her wagon spokes of long spinner's legs. Her traces of the smallest spider web. Her collars of the moonshine's watery beams. Her whip of cricket's bone, the lash of film. Her wagoner, a small. Grey-coated gnat, not half so big as a round little worm, pricked from the lazy finger of a maid. And in this state, she gallops, night by night, through lovers' brains. And then, then they dream of love. Oh, a courtier's knees that dream on curtsies straight. Oh, a lawyer's fingers that straight dream on fees. Oh, a lady's lips, who straight on kisses dream. Which off, the angry mad with, with, with blisters plagues. Because their breaths with sweet meats tainted are. Sometimes she driveth over a soldier's neck and then dreams he of cutting foreign throats. This is that very mab that, that plats the manes of horses in the night and bakes the elf locks in foul, slottish hairs. This is the hag when maids lie on their backs that presses them and learns them first to bear, making them women of good carriage. This is she. Peace. Peace, Mercutio, peace. Thou talks of nothing. True, I talk of dreams, which are the children of an idle brain, begot of nothing but vain fantasy, which is as thin of substance as the air, and more inconstant than the wind, who woos even now the frozen bosom of the north. <laughs> this wind you talk of blows oh, us from oh. ourselves. Supper is done, we shall <laughs> come too late. I fear too early, for my mind misgives some consequence, yet hanging in the stars shall bitterly begin his fearful date with this night's revels, and expire the term of a despised life closed in my breast by some vile forfeit of untimely death. But he that hath the steerage of my course, direct my sail. Unlusty gentlemen! Straight! Ladies that have their toes unplayed with corns will walk about with you. Ah, my mistresses, which of you all will now deny to dance? She that makes dainty, she'll us where has gone. And I can be, you know. Welcome, gentlemen. Come, musicians, play. What ladies that was thus to reach the hand of yonder knight? Oh, she doth teach the torches to burn bright. It seems she hangs upon the cheek of night like a rich jewel in an Ethiop's ear. Beauty too rich for use, for earth too dear. So shows a snowy dove trooping with crows as yonder lady o'er her fellow shows. The measure done, I'll watch her place of stand. And touching hers, make blessed my rude hand. Did my heart love till now? 
for swear it's sight, for I ne'er saw true beauty till this night. This by his voice should be a Montague. What dares the slave come hither covered with an antique face to fleer and scorn at our solemnity? Now by the stock and honour of my kin, to strike him dead, I hold it not in sin. Why, how now, kinsman? Wherefore storm you so? Uncle, this is a Montague, our foe, a villain that is hither come in spite to scorn at our solemnity this night. Young Romeo, is it? To see that villain Romeo! Content thee, gentle cuz, let him alone. It bears him like a portly gentleman, therefore be patient, take no note of him. It is my will. The which, if thou respect, show a fair presence, and put off these frowns, an ill-beseeming semblance for a feast. It fits when such a villain is a guest. I'll not endure him. He shall be endured. What, good man, boy, I say he shall go to. And I, the master hero, you go to. You will make a mutiny among my guests. You will set cock off. You'll be the man. My uncle, tis a shame. Go to, go to. You are a saucy boy. <laughs> If so indeed, this trick may chance to scathe you. I know what. <laughs> well said, my hearts. You are a prince, Cox. Go. I'll make you quiet. What? <laughs> Cheerly, my hearts. I will withdraw, but this intrusion shall, now seeming sweet, convert to bitter gall. If I profane with my unworthiest hand this holy shrine, the gentle sin is this. My lips, two blushing pilgrims ready stand to smooth that rough touch with a tender kiss. Oh, good pilgrim, you do wrong your hand too much, which manly devotion shows in this. For saints have hands that pilgrims' hands do touch, and palm to palm is holy palmer's kiss. Have not saints' lips and holy palmers too? Aye, pilgrim, lips that they must use in prayer. Oh, then, dear saint, let lips do what hands do. They pray, grant thou, lest faith turn to despair. Well, saints do not move, though grant for prayer's sake. Then move not, while my prayer's effects I take. <laughs> Thus from my lips, by thine, my sin is purged. Then have my lips the sin that they have took. Sin from my lips? Oh, trespass sweetly urged. Give me my sin again. You kissed by the book? <laughs> Madam, your mother craves a word with you. What is her mother? Mary Bachelor. Her mother is the lady of the house. And a good lady, and a wise, and a virtuous. Is she a Capulet? Oh dear account, my life is my foe's debt. Away be gone, the sport is at the best. Aye, so I fear, the more is my unrest. <laughs> nay, 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 gentlemen, prepare not to be gone. We have a trifling foolish banquet towards. Oh, is it Ian so? <laughs> well then, I thank you all. I thank you, honest gentlemen. Good night. Come on then. Let's to bed, I'll to my rest. Come hither, nurse. What is yond gentleman? His name is Romeo and a Montague, the only son of your great enemy. My only love sprung from my only hate. Too early seen, unknown, 
and known too late. Prodigious birth of love it is to me that I must love a loathed enemy. What's this? What's this? Oh, a rhyme I learnt even now of one I danced with all. Oh. Anon, anon, come let's away. The strangers are all gone.